Hello, world. Happy April 26th, Taco Tuesday. Well, I don't actually know if I'm going to have tacos today, but uh, it just felt like the right thing to say on a Tuesday morning. Uh, welcome to those of you who are watching us live, and thank you to those of you who are listening listening to us on Spotify, or maybe catching a Facebook video, or catching a LinkedIn video, or especially those who are watching a Twitter video right now. Um, so in case you haven't heard, $44 billion, if you happen to have that lying around, will buy you Twitter, like you will actually own Twitter. But uh, you might have to pay a little bit more because one Elon Musk has made the decision to go ahead and purchase Twitter for $44 billion. Um, billion dollars with a B. So that's, um, that's a lot of money. And we're not going to get into why he's doing it. There's a whole lot of theories out there with respect to political things and with respect to business tie-ins and how that all plays in. But here's where I think it's extremely relevant to you. If you noticed how stock prices changed, they changed yesterday. Now, is this going to make the price for Twitter go up or down? Is it going to make the price for Tesla go up or down? Is it going to make the price for other social media platforms or other electric car platforms or other social media? Is the price going to go up or down? And the answer is a solid yes. <laughs> it is going to go up or down. I just couldn't tell you where it's going to go. And I think it brought to mind a very important point. And a lot of our folks, a lot of our clients that we work with, they understand intellectually and they understand academically that it's a good idea not to have your eggs in one basket. It's a good idea to diversify but you can't always do it. Now, you don't have to be the owner of a lot of Twitter or Tesla, but I see this in certain scenarios. Like I bought certain stocks or clients of ours have bought certain stocks or certain holdings and they're doing very well or they did very well over the last five, 10, 15, 20 years. And now they, they've got so much gain built in, they don't know what to do about it and how to get out of taxation, uh, how to get out of it without taxing themselves too crazily. Or how do we... Um, how do we unwind it, but we still want the exposure because we believe in the company. Now, how do we get into this situation? Again, they might've bought a stock, they might've bought something early on and it was doing quite well, or maybe you worked for a company. We're in New Jersey right now and you see there's a lot of pharmaceutical here, but you'll see people with, with um, Johnson & Johnson or Merck or Bristol-Myers stock, or you'll see somebody who worked for a, a company like, a, um, like a, a Panasonic or a Nike or a Verizon. And, and they basically got all this stock and now you've got a lot of company stock and you've got an emotional tie into it and you think it's doing well. Um, or you might have a Berkshire Hathaway type, type holding. And look, we, we believe in it strongly, but uh, we've got so much gain built in. But what happens if Warren Buffett or Charlie Munger is not there? So what I've identified, and, and there's not just these five, but what I've identified is there are five strategies that we use pretty regularly in terms of how to get from a very concentrated uh, I keep going back to eggs in one basket type scenario into more of a diversified scenario. And why would you want to diversify? Again, it comes down to we don't know which what's going to go up. We don't know what's going to go down. But when we can spread things out across the market and across different sectors and across different geographical areas, you're probably going to be better off in the long run because you're not bearing all the risk of, of one CEO uh, one company holder who might go on the air one day and smoke pot. Uh, that did happen with Elon Musk. And all of a sudden you see prices going up and down and you see, so you're just not subject to those little volatilities, whether it's an Enron or a Kodak or a Xerox or something like that, that might have some more volatility in one particular sector. So what are these five things that I've sort of identified? Well, here's one. I mean, you could decide to hold, 
you might very well decide I have an emotional attachment to a holding, to a stock, to a, uh, a port, uh, some sort of um, uh, investment, and I don't want to diversify from it. Well, that's fine. Just make sure that it fits within your plan overall. So that's holding the investment. Another one is, and this is a little less known, exchange funds. You know, a lot of people know this in a real estate context. There are things like what we call 1031 exchanges or like-kind exchanges. And really quickly, the theory is if I have real estate and I purchase other commercial investment real estate, and I happen to have gain in this one, in the first one, and I'm going to buy the second one using those same proceeds, I may not have to pay the tax right now. I could defer the tax. Now that's called a like-kind exchange. Now, if you have a stock like a Twitter or a Facebook or an Amazon or a, um, a Meta uh, or Facebook, if you've got a stock that's in a highly concentrated position, could you exchange it for something else? Well, it's a little more complex than, than beyond this. And again, this is not specific tax advice or legal advice or financial advice. It is general advice, but there are things that you could do with portfolios that are benchmarked in a more broad market. And if you time that properly, you might be able to avoid the taxation under current federal tax law. And if you can diversify away from it without having to pay the taxes, well, then you've got this smart solution for diversifying away from a concentrated stock, but you can still have the exposure that you want. You can still get the upside in a particular industry or even a particular company and get out of that sort of like concentrated position. That's the second one, these sort of exchange funds. The third one is gifting, doing something with philanthropy. Now, we see this a lot towards the end of the year where people want to do some tax planning and also give to a charity. And you'll see that this comes up during Thanksgiving and, and, and really after that period of time. But if you have ways to bunch some of your gifts, if you're going to be gifting anyway, and you're going to be also trying to diversify away from a concentrated position, why not time the two together? So if you have ways of bunching this and using future gifts and maybe actually bunching those gifts today and then giving them to a charity over time using things like donor advised funds or charitable trusts, we've actually implemented charitable lead trusts and charitable remainder trusts. Again, I don't know which one's going to work for you because it does depend on your individual circumstances. But the third way to kind of get yourself from having too many eggs in one baskets is using some of this planned giving and using some philanthropy. Um, another one is, quite frankly, you might decide to sell. Now, selling does entail that you have some sort of capital gain, but if you can choose your tax bracket, if you can use things like long-term gains, or maybe there are certain sort of gifting options that you might be able to do with family members, and if you pass certain rules and pass certain tests, then you might be able to take advantage of different people's tax brackets. Um, it's, not always, uh, it's not always clean if you don't know your math, so just make sure you know what you're doing from a tax perspective. But the fourth way is really just selling, using long-term gains, or taking long-term losses, and harvesting some of these losses. It's a tax strategy. And then finally, and this one is a little more complex than, than, than we can probably cover, is using things like options and derivatives. Again, not specific legal advice or tax advice or financial advice or investment advice or marital advice for you right now, but if you've got options to buy calls or sell calls or buy puts or use collars or using variable prepaid forwards and all these sort of models that are probably, again, beyond the scope of this, but you might be able to diversify away from something but still be able to get exposed. Or if you've got something that you can't really get out of, but you can mitigate your downside risk against it, it's a hedge. So again, that's beyond the scope of today. But here's the thing. Um, yes, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. That's the one that we're talking about today. But companies go up, companies go down in stock price. And 
whether you decide that you want certain exposure into one particular investment or you think you want to kind of you know diversify and hedge your bets here a little bit you should do it strategically you should understand that there's a tax preferred way of doing things and if you don't know what you're doing on this get the right advice because it's not just the investments it's not just the uh tax component of it it's not just the legacy planning component of it it's not just the retirement planning component of it it's how all of those things work together whether you are having tacos today or not i hope you have a fantastic tuesday i hope you have a fantastic rest of the week i look forward to seeing those of you next week just a quick update um we are sending out our first quarter market update uh, it's already been recorded and it should be pushed out to you if you haven't received it already sit tight or just reach out to us we can get it to you sooner if you like and then finally um if you're not following us on spotify it's kind of a new thing so you could follow us on spotify right now we'll probably get on other platforms and go ahead and friend me on facebook or twitter yes even twitter or linkedin or um or uh, really any other platform that's out there too and we'll keep trying to get you good content if there's anything you want me to specifically cover please do let me know all right, guys, have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic rest of the week. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye now.